legitimate this is, is going to be legitimate intro banter. But I mean, if we end up with some B-roll, we end up some with B-roll. <laughs> brawl. Brawl. I have some brawl. Oh. Who's got the brawl today? Enjoy brawl. I don't even you know, know what, what that got, means. You know what we got today? No, what do we got today? A new principal. We did get a new principal today. That's pretty exciting. And I actually knew about it before the before the oh, email. Oh, here we go. Always <laughs> like, oh, I knew. I talked to so-and-so about such and such. She always has to one-up me. I don't always have to. I just it just happens She's to be that jealous way. that <laughs> this is my podcast and I asked her to be a part of it. And um you just want to be in control of everything. No. That doesn't I make am, sense. I'm, I just am in control of it. Is there someone outside your office? I don't know. I think there might be, but I have a sign on my door that says do not disturb or do not podcast enter. in recording. Podcasting. I am podcasting. Um, but yeah, but anyway, what was I saying? Um, I, yeah, I apologize. I was interrupting. Oh yeah, we got a new principal, which is great. Uh, yeah. I, I've uh, already messaged Brady. Yep. So because that's what you do when you get a new principal, you email the band director at their previous school and you kind of, you got to get the skinny (laughs) band directors. Are you listening? That's what you do. What you do. You got to You got to network. You got to talk. You got to whatever. I'm excited. It sounds like this person's going to be super great. So that's awesome. I think we could probably say his name, right? I, I would think so because it, I don't know. Yeah. We can say his name is Ryan Ryan Meyer Meyer. and currently is a, an assistant principal at Mankato West. Yes. So, um, so Brady Cruzmark. Brady. I better get some information from you. Yeah, you better you better email Aaron or text Aaron because um she needs just, the, the deets. I need the deets. I need the skinny. Um, and I haven't seen that guy enough lately. Oh wait, I've been seeing him a lot. It's been so much fun. I I love hanging out with Brady, whether I'm judging his band or um uh he's judging with we're judging together at other events. It's been super fun to mm-hmm. to hang out with him and <laughs> <laughs> laugh he's, I just, yeah, he's I a good dude. that guy yeah. his, his sense of humor is like so dry and like very dry I just I I love it so much it's it's like one of my favorite things when I see Brady's on a list anywhere I'm going I'm like let's go yeah. and <laughs> he, he also has good bands he does yeah yeah so it's yeah it's always yeah fun. it's always fun so um upcoming we have our in-house soul and ensemble contest Oh yeah, I need to practice that one. Um, yeah, you got three. You got to get done. Hey, with. I got two of them down now, though. I got, I got two. I uh, yeah. So I, I I'm don't never worried about you as a musician. I know, but classical is not my strength. Okay, I told where you. I to, Chords. I play, no, I'm, not going, <laughs> I'm gonna learn how to play up. these pieces, but I need to practice them. All you gotta and do is get your chords out for any of. <laughs> If there's any a of our in, students, you just got to be like, and four and one. <laughs> for any of our students who are listening, I, I know you don't always like see us practicing, but we're always practicing. And sometimes Maybe. it takes the, the form of like score study, which yep. doesn't look like practicing, but it is. Oh, gosh. Um, but like I screwed up. Uh, we're opening our musical here on Friday. I was, was going to mention that too, that you're. And I totally screwed up some conducting last night. And I need to sit down with my score and I need to practice. Um, how to cue things better. And, um, you know, that's a lot of pressure to like be on when you're, when you're directing the pit, uh, because you're musical, always on, always on, but it's so you fun. Can, yeah. And I know, I know you love it and that's like your jam and it, there's no better person for it. I love it. So yeah. 
It's going to be yeah. fun. Um, well, fun speak- I can't wait. Yeah, thank you. Speaking mm-hmm. of no better person, could you imagine a better person to be our guest for this week's I episode? Absolutely can't. I I I live I mean, I kinda, for Jerry Lucart. It's yeah, no I just I mean it's just like I'm so <laughs> I'm just so excited to have um our listeners get a chance to just like hear Jerry. I mean, he's back. Jerry Lucart I mean, this- started he started this whole thing. He's he always got great perspectives and ideas and, and questions. And isn't isn't the timbre of his voice just it's what, relaxing mm-hmm. and trusting. He's just a calming presence. It's, he's not like you at all. I know. I, <laughs> the bull I, in a china shop over here. Just, I'm always loud. Very aggressive. You were going to say. I was just going to say, I think we should just get get right to it. I, I say like, yeah. let's, let's let everyone hear from Jerry Lucart. Um, remember to um, share this podcast with a friend, um, especially this episode. Um, leave us a rating or a review wherever it is that you find podcasts. Um, thank you to everyone who is listening and supporting this project. <laughs> you're doing great. You're doing, you're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to record that. I just need to like, like do like, you know, nah. that's what real podcasters do. I know we're not, but it, real. But it doesn't sound as sincere. I enjoy the I actual know. like hiccups in it and it doesn't sound so like. Um, studioized. Is that a word? I just made it one. I think so. This is the return. The return. <laughs> Jerry Lucart returns. I think the that's going to be founder. Just... <laughs> Co-founder, right? Right. No, he's the he's the founder. He, you're right. He he was he brought the idea to you, and that's. And it's been so awesome and helpful. And I know people like just really felt like, especially during COVID that, that the podcast was so like necessary and helpful and exciting and whatever. So I'm excited to be a part of it now. And I'm so excited because I think the world of Jerry and the fact that he's the freaking band whisperer and, uh, and not only that, just an amazing human that anytime he wants to talk, I just want to shut up and listen. So I'm going to shut up and listen a lot today. <laughs> I love it. Well, we we've got Jerry on the line here. So let's, let's bring Jerry into the conversation. Uh, folks, welcome back to Jerry Lucard. Hey, great to see you guys. Oh, oh my virtually. Gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> virtually. <laughs> I, That's I, right, virtually. It actually took us a couple of weeks to get this set up, um, but I'm so glad that you're here, Jerry. Welcome, welcome back to Band in Minnesota. Thanks. It's been a long time for me since I've banned in Minnesota. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I like I like how you verbed that. That was good verbing. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. No, it's great. It's nice to nice to be back on the airways as it is, and uh, it was great seeing you guys last week at the uh, middle school band festival you hosted. Uh, it's just it's just fun to come back in the building and see you guys and your energy and your organization and your hosting. It was terrific. It was fun. Well, and, this. Uh, well, I thank you so much. That. Yeah, yeah. We we you you were a great clinician. Uh, that's a great tradition of a festival that we have going on um, here, and it's been going on since 2017, um, which makes me feel a little bit old. Um, so I'm going to avoid talking about how old I feel, but um, talk more about how <laughs> nostalgic it is to be on a Zoom again with you, Jerry, because we did so many of these back during uh, 2020. And um, I, I wish. Well, if, yeah, I mean, if you recall, you know, this whole thing started, I had a sabbatical 
Yeah. And I, you know, I, my first sabbatical in 34 years of teaching. So wow. yay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be able to go out and do something really interesting. Um, and we started the, you know, the podcast by going to schools. That was really the dream at the beginning was to go into the schools, capture the spirit of the school and the teachers in their environment and, you know, see what they're up to and kind of go to various places of people we knew that were doing exciting things um, in yeah. their own right. And that's yeah. how the, the title of the podcast came up because we didn't want to like overthink it or try to get too cheeky with it. But it, it, it was really meaningful because it was literally supposed to be us going out into Minnesota to see what band was like in different parts of Minnesota, different classrooms, different teachers, different communities. And then I think we recorded the first six episodes in um, January right. and February of 2020. And then the world shut down. And then we had to shift. Yeah. Oh. And we made the pivot, as they say. Right? Yes. Yes. So we so we learned how to use Zoom in a hurry. And uh and I became, you know, quite good at garage band editing. Thank yes. you. Yes, yes, yeah. you did. But you know, starting out, I was really seeking somebody else in the profession that I could lean on for technical expertise, for creativity, all those kinds of things, and just a good idea germination. And one of the first people I thought of, of course, was you, Brad, because um, the work you're doing and the reputation you had as a, you know, as a band director and as a kind of a geeky guy with, <laughs> with tech, techno skills. And um, so it was it was really a great partnership for us because, you know, I learned a lot. I learned oh. a lot about um things and including the blue yeti that i'm talking into right now <laughs> yeah you, know, I, you, you told me i said you have to buy a microphone i said which one will yep. get the blue yeti and yeah so so i you know i jumped on amazon and uh did just that so yeah it was great and uh you know we recorded i think around 30 episodes before yep. we uh before i shifted away from this and aaron you came in and uh joined as a partner so that's great but it's, it is nostalgic to be back and yeah. uh, be part of this conversation. You know, the interesting thing is, you know, the, the day that I did the middle school festival last week with you, I ended my day with the Encore Wind Ensemble and uh, Gabriel Zamora, the principal clarinet with the Minnesota Orchestra. Mm -hmm. So that those are the ways my days go. You know, I'm I'm working with middle school bands all day. I come home and grab a sandwich and then I go with Minnesota Orchestra in the evening. You know, it's just... <laughs> What a cool life, right? Right. Look what we get to do. It's just it's look what awesome. we get to do. Yeah. 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 And so my life has been filled with, you know, with that kind of activity, everything from working with community bands to adults, professional musicians, middle school students. Um, I did the MBDA honor band this year. I went up to Bemidji and did an honor band, Malacca. Um, yeah. So, I, you know, we're back out. We're out getting out and back into the community again, which is awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, the medalist band went to Dover, Iota. I've never been yep. to Dover, Iota before, east of Rochester. Yep, um, Ryan, Ryan Anderson down there. Yep. Ryan he's, Anderson. And I'll tell you, he, he's, he's the real deal. Job. He's the he's real deal. A real, he's got a great <laughs> band program. He's like got he, one of those programs where you're like, Every small school should should wish to have a director like him. Honestly, no and kidding. I I judge a lot of like his contests. I go down there and I actually judge contests with him in Waconia on Monday, a jazz contest. And you know, mm -hmm. 
you talk about the real deal as a, as a band director, but man, as a human too. And I don't know if people listen to me when I talk about people, but I love really talking about their humanness. And, and Ryan is just salt of the earth, cares about kids, cares about programming. And I, I just, yeah, that's cool that you got to go down there because he's doing the things. Yeah. I mean, took the medalist band, we played at a concert and I think every, I think every person in that little community was in that auditorium. Yeah. The place was packed full of people on a Sunday afternoon. That's it was awesome. Just, it was just awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's been my life. Just, you know, keeping up with all that stuff and getting out and trying to make a difference. Well, and what you're talking about is just, again, goes back to that, the original idea of what we wanted band in Minnesota to be, because so even though we weren't able to go out and um, record a whole bunch of episodes on location, I think it's really important for us to just like stop and realize how how lucky we are that like every time that we go to a, a colleague's concert or we get invited to um, judge contest or, or clinic a band that that whole idea of um, the exchange of, of ideas and music is, is happening and it happens everywhere. And we, we missed it so much during, during COVID and we had to get creative in ways to share with each other. But um, I hope that we don't get to a point where we start to take that for granted again, because it right. really is special mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it went away for a couple of years. And um, man, those were some of the most sad, lonely, difficult, um, you know, years of, of, of my life when I couldn't make music with other people. Right. Well, we're, we're in business, you know, we're in the people business, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, when you take people out of the equation, that's, you know, it leaves a hole. You don't it know where you fit. You exactly. You fit. And it's, yeah. it was tough. And yeah. I, you know, <clears throat> I can't even remember, or I can't even imagine being like a first year teacher and all of that too. And like trying to survive. So, oh. <laughs> right, right. Stay in the profession is hard enough, right? Yeah. Uh, so, so how are the students doing? How how would you say they're doing? Have they rebounded? Are they, you know? You know, every day is, I think, a little bit different. But what we've found the last couple of years, like just looking at our freshmen, there's two things I've been taking away. They're thirsty. They're they're yeah. really thirsty, and they're, they're wanting to work hard. Super fun. And this fall, I I said to Brad, I was in his yeah. office one morning, and all of a sudden we heard ninth grade girls just giggling <laughs> and we were, I looked at him and I go, that's the best sound ever. Like we're in the music yep. suite and the kids were just giggling. And I was like, yes. And I watch those ninth graders right now. And they're like, like the penguins of Madagascar, like the Madagascar movies. They like high five each other all the time. And I'm like, this is what I want. I want that excitement. I want that connection that they're super proud and they're supporting each other. And we know there there was such a disconnect with so much going on during that time. And to feel that that connection starting to really come together, it I get goosebumps just now thinking about it. So those are my two huge takeaways. Um, these kids want, they want to be pushed. They want to be challenged. They want accountability. Sometimes they don't know how to deal with the fact that people are trying to hold them accountable. Um, but they're, they're relearning all that. And that's, yeah. that's, yeah. I get excited well, about that kind of stuff. Well, you're, you're, you're giving them, the safe place to do that, that space mm -hmm. um, to be human and to have fun and to engage with each other. Um, and those spaces don't exist everywhere. And, no. and, you know, and uh, so credit to you for, for allowing them to be who they are. And if they're, you know, if they're, you know, a little less socialized than 
previous perhaps, or little less willing to take risk, social risk, you know, group risk. Um, when you provide those safe places for them to land that you do, um, that, that provides the opportunity for that to occur. And for that, for those skill sets, those human skill sets to really take flourish. Well, and it's also the environment in which, um, the the musical skill set takes off as well because once absolutely you know whether whether they're middle school kids or whether they're the adults in the in the metalist band is that like you get great music out of them when you make them feel like they're in a place where they 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 trust you and they know you care about you and they can make mistakes and not be judged for it and you know like that's that's one of the things like I. I um, so many people respect you, Jerry, for for the work that you do, not just because of your amazing musicianship, but the way you create community and and trust and love, whether it's your ensembles at the University of Minnesota or whether it's Encore or Metalist or when you come work with middle school kids that you've never met before at our festival and like they they immediately know that they can trust you and um I just, I think that's really super important. And as I've gotten more mature as a music educator in my career, like really making that a priority that um, the music will come along as long as you trust the students and and care about them as, as individuals. And that's why I can't say like enough about how flattered I was when you came to me um, three years ago and said, I want to do this podcast with you because I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, this guy that I respect so much just as a person and as a musician like wants to collaborate so um, oh you should have seen him peacocking yeah. all over the office like that's what jerry Lucar wants jerry lucart's calling me jerry lucart jerry. and i was like uh, i get it i get it i'm just teasing you but i, I get it nice i love it he just has to drop a bomber was, oh i just i gotta talk to jerry right now yeah right <laughs> Okay. So I, have a, I have a question. I have a question for the two of you. Mm-hmm. So, so what really inspires you? What What are the things that you do to recharge, to re-energize, to you know, look at it, th- especially this time of year. You know, you've mm-hmm. you've had nine months of hard work, and you're finishing up, and you're you're excited about what you're doing. But what what do you do, like daily, weekly? Well, how do you how do you keep it going? I think, yeah, I, I think, I think, yeah. you know, like without like processing too much in my brain, um, I, my mindset has shifted so much over the years of, of, you know, over two decades of teaching. And when I, when I first came to, to into teaching, like, I, I just wanted to teach band. I wanted to, I wanted to teach. I wanted to be in front of kids. I wanted kids to feel the way that I felt about music and inspire them to do that stuff. And, um, I started teaching middle school and, I knew that I always wanted to try high school. I, I wanted to see if it would fit. And when, you know, that you know, you, you go through the applying process and things like that. And sometimes you don't get the job. But I always told myself, I am going to appreciate everything I that I get to do at the high school level. And, and I think more in my mindset was like what I have to do, you know, like whether it's pep band or whether it's, you know, this many concerts and evenings and all that stuff. And my mind has sh- shifted so much. Like I get so excited about like what I get to do. Like I'm planning a jazz festival right now that that's hosted tomorrow. There's 10 conference bands, you know, that are, that are coming in and I get to do that. And it's a lot of work and you know, it's certainly not all done by me, but like I get to do this stuff. So I wake up and I get to show my kids like 
how passionate I am in life and that what I, what I love to do, I get to do it every single day. So I get to do pet band. I get to do, um, meetings and things like that. And when my mindset shifts, that helps me keep, keeps me going. Cause I'm tired right now. I'll tell you that much. Like I, I woke up this morning. I'm like, I slept through the night last night. Like this is a Christmas <laughs> miracle. And so th that's what like my mindset being, that's what really helped me do the the hard things sometimes and like keep going. But like, I, I love just, I, I love being around people. Like there's times where I'm like, yo, I'm so excited to just chill out and work out and read a book or do whatever. But like other people energize me, talking to people, doing this, listening to others, Ride in the car with John Green to contest both ways, like you know, like right? yeah. that. It, it's so inspiring to me to learn from others. So that's you know, and I think for us too. And I'll, I'll let Brad talk. <laughs> um, our job shifts so much. So yeah, things are wrapping up, but we're we're always looking forward to the next thing, and it, and that that gets me excited. So that's great. I mean, that's, that's a daily you know reminder. Yeah, you just remind yourself of what you're able to do, get to do, as you mm -hmm. say. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, a great way. To, that's great. Yeah. Well, and, and I think it's important. We, we actually did a lot of kind of talking about this. We had a professional development day last week and we kind of went around the table and we talked about, um, you know, why, why did we become a teacher? And then why are we still a teacher? And I think that question of like, what inspires us um, is a really important one because the reason that I became a teacher is not necessarily the same as why no. I, I still teach. In fact, it's quite different, right? Quite, and and, quite and it should be if we if we're always learning and growing. And um, I will say that um, you know I I became a teacher because I just I loved band, right? I loved school. I was good at doing right. school, right? But like now, as I look at you know, my life and having taught, I'm in my 20th year of teaching. And um, it's these little things. Like when I first started teaching, I wanted to have like great bands that play like all the notes, right. And like go to <laughs> contests and get perfect scores and win awards. <laughs> and the things that inspire me now are um, reminding myself of how special music making is and how important it was to me when I was a teenager. And it manifests itself in some really different ways. Like for example, um, our spring musical is opening here in just a couple nights and um, we've got dress rehearsals um, every night. So I'm, I'm getting home late, but I'm seeing students like falling in love with like musical theater, which is something that's like really important to me and has been my whole life. And like, what inspires me is not whether their performances are going to be perfect, but their passion for singing and dancing and acting. Um, and also those little conversations that we have with students. Um, I had a kid tell me the other day, um, and this was like totally unexpected. It was um, a student that um, is, he's like in band, but not in marching band, not in the jazz band. You know, you could say like, just kind of like a, you know, just a kid who comes to band and likes band. And, and we were chatting and he was like, um, he, he asked me like, can you, can you write a national honor society recommendation for me? And I was, I was kind of surprised. I was like, oh yeah, I'd love to be, but they need, you know, two, two or three teachers to write recommendations for him. And he's like, yeah, you're the first teacher that I've asked because you're my favorite teacher and band is my favorite class. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah, and it was <laughs> right. kind of like one of those like wallflower kids that like 
I, I had no idea. I have a like story. And this was back in my first year of teaching. Um, I taught middle school and high school in my first year. And uh, there was a young man named Michael. And Michael used a, a school tenor saxophone. And Michael enjoyed opening the case and dropping the instrument from like waist high into the case. That's how he put it away. And it's like, Michael, you can't do that. I can't afford to fix this instrument over and over and over. And uh, he was he was just one of those kids, you know. And uh, so we went we went through the whole year. We went through a whole second year. After the second year I was in this job, um, I had the good fortune of taking a job at the University of Minnesota Duluth. And when I announced that I was leaving that school, unbeknownst to me, the first person who was in my office with tears, mm. like Michael, the kid that I never thought that I was touching, that I was sure. having any positive influence, because he's still dropping his instrument from his, you know. <laughs> but but he, he was the one kid, he was like the first kid in the office that was sad that I was leaving because, because I was holding him accountable for things, because mm -hmm. I was mm -hmm. cared enough about him to invest in him. Even, you know, it, to me as a young teacher, it felt negative, but to him, it was a positive. That was a, that was a great life lesson about yeah. how to interact with, with, with students. And you never know. You just never know who and what you're giving um, if you just stay the course. So that, that, and that, that has stuck with me my entire career. Wow. Yeah. yeah that, that's awesome. And, and you're, you're right. It's so true. You know, I always, I always joke cause it's, it's facts, but you know, I'm like, you're not going to understand this now kids, but when you're 26, you'll come back to me and say, you're right Holmes, you know, whatever. <laughs> and, and right. it, it, it's, it's true. Like sometimes their brains don't quite understand right what's in front of them, but, but they get it and, and their feelings you might not know how to express your feelings super well, but that's, that's the great thing about music is that it, it kind of does it for you. And that everyday process connection, whether it's, you know, talking to the kid about, I need you <laughs> to stop dropping right. your instrument right. or, right, right. Hey, yeah. we're going to drill this, this work, or, Oh my gosh, did you feel those goosebumps in that movement part? You know, like whatever. And then just having the conversations of, I needed you, I need you, you know? And I had, yeah. You know, I, I went through a, a even this this past fall a pretty hard time, and I I was like I had to put myself into some therapy, and I'm like I got to fix this. Just like you know, if I have a broken leg, I'm going to the doctor. So I, I I was like I can't keep living like this. I can't keep feeling like this, and not understanding why I don't want to teach anymore. And and that was so good for my for my mental health of being like oh no, I remember why I want to do this, and now it's even more so why because because of kids and the connections and what I do um and what what my colleagues do and, and what we all do for each other and everything so yeah it's like there's just there's so much power in 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 such a good way like power not being like you know ego like oh I'm in charge power you know just right. like right yeah well, so. and and along those lines like if I can um mention um our colleague Tara Miklich, who Jerry, I know you know right. really well, um, right. play, plays in metalist. Plays in metalist. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I just, I want, I don't know if she talked to you about this, but she was so excited when um, she heard that you were going to be a clinician yeah. for the middle school festival and that you were going to be the clinician that got to work with her band. And um, because she has so much, you know, admiration respect, and respect yeah. for mm -hmm. you. And uh, she's like, oh my gosh, I get to tell my students about this guy, <laughs> Mr. Lucard. And 
Um, and then he's going to work with them. And, and I just think that that's so, so awesome because how we we've all had those teachers in our life where if we knew that they were coming to like judge our band, we would be scared of that, or we would be nervous or, or, or we would, we would like get really strict with our kids and be like, you have to play perfectly. Do this, do Jer this, yeah. Jerry Lucard is going to come in and, and critique <laughs> you. And she was just like, so excited to have you talk to them and for you to hear them because she knew before you even heard them play before she ever heard you utter a word of your um, adjudication that you were going to um, um, just like help them and to grow and, and, and be respectful and, and kind and loving. And like that, that is such a, such a great um, example of how to um, teach and how to share music. And the follow through on that is she wrote me a beautiful email the next day. Of course she did. And it, yeah. yeah, of course she did. She's, of course she's, she did. She's yeah, just it was, so great. Yep, yep. Yeah, and it was very kind and and yeah, it was it was terrific. So yeah, thanks thanks again for hosting so we could have those experiences. Yeah. You know, and I think great. too, like with with that kind of gratitude, like the I I always talk to the students about being coachable. You know, like, and, and we as adults have to be coachable too and, and show the, show our vulnerabilities. And, and that's what, that's what I love about Tara is that she was so excited. She wasn't nervous about you listening to her group. She just wanted to get better. And we had John Green in um, last Wednesday, like the day before the festival to work with all of our bands from 7am until, you know, we finished the day. And it was so great because he not only worked with our students, our student leaders in terms of like conducting, but he worked with me too. Right. And the kids right. got to see that. Mm -hmm. And because, right. you know, we can, we can talk all the talk, but we got to show them we walk the walk too. And again, like we're in such a great place with, with trusting each other. And I, yeah, it's inspirational. Like I just love bringing everybody in. So everybody that's listening, if you need people to come in, I, we know, we know a litany of people like, Bring them in. Let's go. Get your get yourselves better. It's awesome. Jerry Lucart right. being one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's talk about music. So who are the composers that are writing music right now that you're really in love with, that you just think are just doing great work? Oh, well, I, I, it's funny that you should mention that because I told Aaron the other day, I was like, I want to do another little segment. Um, we did an episode um, uh, a little while back and we did this little thing I heard on another podcast and was like, what's on your stand. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is yeah. such a great idea. Like, like let's just name a few pieces that like are are out there or composers that are killing it. And um I know the one that I'm really excited about um is the Adrian Sims piece that we're doing oh. with our ninth grade band right now. Um yeah. and if if folks don't know who Adrian Sims is, I mean he's young. I mean mm -hmm. he's still he's like 22, 23 years old and and we've been playing his music for like three or four years. Um, wow. Yeah, Where's he played, based? Um, he has been in Maryland, uh, going to okay. the University of Maryland, and he just yeah. got accepted to grad school at Texas A&M. Um, and Aaron, what's the what's the name of that piece that we're playing right now um, that I absolutely love? Oh, it's called Beyond Reach. Beyond Reach. It's cool. Check it out. He's writing it, some really fun, fresh music that kids love to play that is interesting. It, and, and it's it, interesting to us. Right. And that's, we have a student, uh, a senior. So we have, we have a TA system in our, and so we've got some kids that are wanting to be band directors. And so we give them opportunities to, to teach and grow and, and conduct on the concert. 
And we've got a student that's that's doing that piece. And they, they, we have two in that one class. <laughs> they were kind of like, I want to do this piece. I want to do this piece. But they were super cool with how we kind of shook it all out. But it is something that Brad, both Brad and I want to conduct because it's <laughs> right. such a great right. piece. So we all like, want to do that piece. Act, we acquiesce that piece to the students, but we want to conduct it too, you know, or, you know, perform it at the concert. It's, it's really good. Um, the piece that I'm doing right now with the wind ensemble is called their souls were lifted from the dust by Tommy Wu. It is just a remarkable, I, it's a 12 minute, this beautiful piece about um, the aftermath of Hiroshima and, and the wind ensemble got done listening to it and they were like, Whoa. And they, it's like one of the, their most, favorite pieces to do they they just they can't wait to dig into that and so it, it, and by dig i mean like really dig i i'm so proud of them it's it's fun it's fun that's great yeah we had uh we had kevin day on campus oh this, yeah yes yeah spring man he is the real deal he is an incredible musician he, he played a jazz piano recital lights out great I mean, just terrific. And, you know, he's a conductor, he's a composer, he plays brilliant keyboard. Um, I mean, he's like a modern Leonard Bernstein yeah. in his own vernacular. I mean, he just, everything he touches is, touch, you know, turns to gold. Um, he's running an opera right now. No way. Amongst, cool. you know, in different yeah. concertos. I mean, he, this, this guy's very gifted. We and love I, and his and stuff. A, and a yep. really nice, and a really nice human. He was fun fun to have on campus he's and uh, he's got like a really accessible like grade three maybe grade two and a half piece called mm -hmm. rocket ship that a lot right. of bands are doing it's a great honor band piece um yeah if you don't know the music of kevin day um, Get definitely check it. it out and i was mm -hmm. so excited when i saw he was here in minnesota for a whole week yeah and we also hosted julie Giroux, which was also terrific very different you know you know, background and, and yep. personality, but again, very connected, a range of music, you know, um, and she was, she was interesting. She talked about being a musical storyteller. That's how her, you know, she thinks about her music as narrative. Um, mm -hmm. It was really, yeah. So it's, you know, that's what inspires me. Composers yeah. really charge me up when I can be around the creative ones, you know, and Brad, I know you do some, you do some composing, you do some writing. Yeah, you tinker on the keyboard and I, I do <laughs> songwriting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, that, I'm sure that's very that's therapeutic for you. That's absolutely like when I am like stressed out, I sit down at the piano and I play piano. That's like the one thing that takes my mind off everything else and helps me to relax. And um, I just like to sit down and write my own songs or just like make up arrangements of folk tunes and show tunes. And yeah, I. I love to play like that's yeah. and I think that's one of the, like that's like the double edged sword of, you know, our life as a musician. Right. Is that, um, you know, the thing that we want to do more than anything is make music. And, um, you know, sometimes we need a break. Um, but the irony is like the only thing that ever like like helps me to like forget about like my my problems at work is doing more music, more, more of more <laughs> yeah. of the same. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, it's like medalist and encore. Yeah. You know? yeah. My day job is to do to conduct band and teach, you know, conducting. And then my, my hobby is to <laughs> conduct band conduct. and teach yeah. conducting, you know. Yeah. Just, just do a different <laughs> type of, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> and then on my weekends, I go do honor bands, and, yeah. you know, yes, conduct. So yeah, yeah it, uh, it does feed on itself, you know, it's, oh, it's interesting. Man. Yeah. And, and 
at some point you think that would be wearing, but it's not. It, it does the opposite. Yeah. If I, if I find myself not doing for long periods of time, that's when I become kind of recluse. You know, yeah. I can just turn inward and just, you know. That's not, that's not. what was so hard about COVID, right? We, we we stopped doing the things that we that that are who we are. And and that's that's why I will appreciate what I get to do, you know, whether it's judging contests every single week right now and it's busy and I, but I love it. It, it charges me up to go out and learn from other kids and other programs. And, and I'm hoping I'm helping them too. So I, I, I love hearing that you get inspired by composers and that fire about conducting and teaching. Cause that makes it feel like, yeah. Okay. I get it. I get it. I get you. Yeah. Cause... Yeah. I, I really, truly look forward to Mondays, you yeah. know, same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. Back I, I, to see my students. I, it's, it's, you know, I tell the students that, and they, I think they look at me like you, you got to be crazy. But yeah, but it's true. It's true. Yeah. I, I miss them over periods of time when I'm not there with them, and and uh, I look forward to Mondays more than Fridays. Yep. I yeah. literally just told one of my ensembles that on Mondays, that Monday is my yep. favorite day of yeah. the week. And um, yeah. it's a chance yeah. for us to start over. It's a chance for us to reconnect. It's a chance for us. Uh, we have the whole week ahead of us, and I just I love that. I think that yep. is like what we all need to, you know, live life, you know, every day with that perspective. hundred percent. And to take it full circle, you know, that, the podcast, you know, and again, it came kind of coincidentally at a time when we probably needed it the most. Yeah. Max. Yeah. That's, that, wow. that, that ability to connect and uh, to talk about our profession and our dreams and aspirations and, and music and, uh, what what kind of keeps us alive as as artists and musicians? Yeah, it's an important conversation. So I'm glad I'm glad we started this thing yeah. back when. <laughs> now we're what you're on. This is like episode 51. That's a lot of editing. <laughs> it is a lot of editing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so last Speaking last topic. Yeah, what are you doing this summer? Brad, you go first because you're not doing marching band very much. I'll tell you that much. Oh, stop it right now. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm going, teasing because you know I support you. I know. Like we all need some vacation, right? So I'm taking two weeks in um, June to go to Scandinavia, um, a part of the world I've never been to, Denmark, Sweden, Norway, and Iceland. And awesome. I'm tra- yeah, and I'm See, traveling with some so really good friends and and teaching colleagues. Um, I went on a tr- very similar trip with a lot of the same people to um, uh, Greece back in 2019, and it was one of the best trips of my entire life. And um, I'm really, really looking forward to it. And um, yeah, so uh, when I'm not doing marching band, which is our big <laughs> sort of professional yeah. obligation in the summer. Um, Travel is important, and I'm I'm going to Scandinavia this summer, so I'm so really excited. excited for that. Yeah, I'm excited. For you. Can, we, yeah. can we talk about our, our business venture, or do you not want to talk about? Oh that? yeah, you can mention our business venture. Because oh, what that... do you got going? Yeah. <laughs> so, because Brad and I don't do enough together, um, <laughs> uh, Brad actually like we we're we're in business. We're we're working together on a house. So we bought a house in Duluth, or well, Brad did. It's in his name. And my right. husband and I Aaron, are Aaron and her husband are the property managers. Yep. Yep. And so so my son William and his friends, they like they go to Duluth. And so we we bought a house up there. And so <laughs> we have tenants in there right now that that will be moving out. And then we've got work to do to get the house like 
you know, ship shape for the new set the of college kids year. moving in there. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, that's great. Is it near the campus? <laughs> um, it's in uh, you know, like where Bentleyville is. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like right up the hill from there. So okay. Yeah. yeah. Less, less than ten minutes, yeah, from campus. Yeah. So yep. Um, but but kind of in that West Duluth area where it's kind of like more up and coming and yep. um, you know, like that's uh really, really I, I've always loved Duluth and Ugh, Aaron, yeah. Aaron and John go up there all the time, not just because William is up there, but they're um they're up there, he's up there golfing all the time. And mm -hmm. so well the North a, Shore is beautiful. Yeah, oh. and, that's terrific. Yeah. It's just a different part of God's country, you know, like it's just, sure I, we, we love it. So, um, so yeah, so we'll, we'll be doing that. And then marching band, I think that's, yeah. I mean, other than like tooling my kids around all summer, like I've got golfing kids, they're, they're skating, they're doing piano lessons, band lessons, all the things, you know, just yeah, right. Dream, family stuff, yep. but not waking up every morning at five. I can, I can sleep in a little bit more. So yeah. <laughs> What, nice. Yeah, what are, what are your summers look like or what does this yeah. coming summer look like for you? Yeah, it's it, it's a series of things. Um, the metalist band does concerting in mm -hmm. the parks, you know, um, all the great band shows around town. Um, we're going to do a recording session. Um, at school, we have a work a workshop, conducting workshop for a week Lo in July. Yes. I have attended yep. that. Week of the, the 10th. Yep. Yep. Yes, and, you uh, have, Brad. Mm -hmm. Bob Reynolds is coming in, my former teacher and Ugh, colleague from Michigan, so uh, which is going to be fun. And uh, so that that happens for a week. Um, I'm teaching and conducting um, at the University of Wisconsin Summer Music Clinic. Cool. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but uh, the University of Wisconsin hosts uh, summer workshops and clinics and bands. Um, it's like for 90 years. It's, it's wow. a long tradition. And then... Um, yeah, so I'm teaching a, a high school students conducting. I have a section of conducting. Cool. I've got a band, and I'm doing chamber music. So my days will be full for a week doing that. Um, the Medalist Band is doing a free uh, band camp for sixth graders hosting. Mm -hmm. um, if they if they live in Bloomington for free of charge, no no barriers, so it's complete access. Uh, a sixth grade band camp for a week in the mornings, and the uh, and the teachers will be from the medalist band. And we have a lot of good former teachers, Nancy Dostal, yeah. Ellen Nebel, you know, former teachers of the year. Yeah. Kay, Kay Holly, really, really great people. So, um, well, and this is something that's been going on for a while. I remember, yeah. yes. I remember having lunch with you four, three, four years ago. I think we were maybe just kicking off the, um, the podcast. And I remember that came up as a topic. I went out to lunch with you and a bunch of the other medalist players because you were doing the, um, um, the solo scholarship contest auditions. Um, right. That's another, yeah. Yeah. Forgive me. What What's yeah. the name of that? Com, com, the Earl, uh, Earl C. Benson yeah, concerto the, contest. Of yeah. course, Earl Benson, he, the he legend. The founding conductor. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, and he, by the we have a great winner this year. He'll he'll be performing on May 21st with the Medalist Band. Um, it's a Sunday afternoon. Arlo Hollinger, and uh, he's from Robbinsdale, trombone player, wow. a trombone player. Brad, let's go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's playing the Morso Symphonique, and, oh, and wow. he is an amazing talent. Um, you know, he he auditioned, I think, at Eastman and Northwestern and. Uh, maybe Juilliard, uh, wow. New England Conservatory, 
and he's in he's in that sphere. This is an amazing wow. talented kid. Yeah, so we're looking forward to that. It'll be fun. I'll tell you what I um I don't know how I stumbled across you that day or how it it worked out that we agreed to have lunch that day. But and right. so I got to watch four or five of the students. Um, that were auditioning. And I just got to be a fly on the wall in the back of the auditorium while um, those student uh, auditions were happening. And it's just, it's, it's mind blowing when you stop and think about like some of the, the talent that these kids have that, and they're, they're all 17, yeah. 18 years old. And right. um, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's, and what a, what a cool um, opportunity for for those kids and to, um, to get a chance to play but also to get that experience at that level um that's a that's a cool tradition that's a great program yes it's, it's been really lucrative i mean lucrative in the sense that it features talent yeah it's yeah. great it's yeah. been great it's been great yeah. well and yeah. and again this camp uh for these rising sixth graders um anybody anybody who played an instrument in fifth grade can come and get a, a free band camp in the summer um, that's, that's cool. I, I I'd love to see more communities and schools adopt some sort of model like that because, um, you know, kids are so enthusiastic at that age. Um, but it's really easy if they put their instrument down for three months to like, um, like lose that or, or lose the passion for it. Right. And it's, it's, um, it's remarkable. Like in four days, you could hear progress because we, we have them each take a private lesson. They do a group lesson. And then we have like master classes on rhythm and different kind of topics. And then they have a band experience, like a 45 minute band rehearsal each day. Mm. And by the last day, you could, I mean, it's amazing how much change took place. We also, you know, seat the medalist band, the adults right next to the children in yeah. the band. So it's kind of the European model. You know, yep. you learn how to play euphonium from your barber. You know, yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. Uh, so, you know, kind of has that European flavor to it. Yeah. You know, after school, out of school learning, right. community learning. So, um, yeah, it's been really fun. And that was really you know, the idea of doing that was the president of the medalist band. It was her idea uh, to do it to begin with. And she was just passionate about making that happen. So uh, and it's turned it's turned into something. So that's kind of fun. That's yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. So yeah, so my summers all, all that, and then you know, then play with my grandchildren and of uh, course, you know, go for bike rides and tour Greater Farmington and yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll have to meet you at Dairy Queen sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm I'm in walking distance. I'm on the <laughs> that's right. The you can meet Aaron at Dairy Queen. You can meet me at Bourbon Butcher. How's that sound? <laughs> fair, fair. Sounds great. Let's do that. Yeah. My kids are old enough. They can bike home. I'll, I'll be at Bourbon Butcher too. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Let's do it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it's so been fun. great to kind of catch up with you guys. Yeah, it, re it really has. Um, I, I want to say sincerely thank you for, for the idea. Um, for creating this and then also for, um, you know, allowing Aaron and I to um, continue it. Well, thanks for keeping it going. Yeah, it's terrific. I, I enjoy listening. So I, and I want to say to listen. Yeah. you have an open invite. If you yes. ever want to join us, um, if you mm -hmm. have ideas for guests or if you have a big event coming up that you want to yeah. tell people about, um, this is, this is still, I, I truly mean this, this is still your podcast. Absolutely. You're, you're always welcome and encouraged to, to be a part of it in whatever way you can. Because well, as, as I started it, this, 
as I started saying this, everybody wants to hear Jerry Lucard. So yeah. carry on. <laughs> well, as long as you keep playing the holes for, you know, second sweet enough, we're good to go. <laughs> so we had kind of, which is so great because we had kind of gone away from that for, for yeah. uh, a fair number of episodes. And then we brought it right. back a few episodes ago and we right. got several messages from people. They're like, we like to, well, glad the holst is back. And I was like, yeah, yeah let's go. <laughs> it is. It's so good. It's so classy. And it's you conducting it. I think it's the all state band. It, it was um, the all state band. And, yeah. Yeah. 16, 17. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which made, made it special for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a That's really great. good recording. It is. It is. Awesome. Very good. Well, well, we have one final thing that we have to do. I know. We have the, to figure I out how to drill. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're three people on in three different Zoom windows. So let's see if we can get this right or how many times <laughs> it takes us. Maybe, maybe do a visual, right? Okay. Um, all right. Well, we well, thank friends. you all for, for, for listening. Uh, this has been another episode of Band, Band in, in Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> I think that was actually really terrible. I'm not sure. That's going to turn out really poorly. Yeah. <laughs> what if we try one? What if we try one more time? Why okay. don't? Why don't? Why doesn't like one person say band, one person oh. say in, and one person say Minnesota? That's so smart. Okay. Right. Jerry, do you want to be banned in or Minnesota? I'll be banned. Banned. So you start it, and then who goes next? Well, I got to say Minnesota because of my accent. Oh, yeah, you do have that that's good accent. Okay. That's true. Very good. <laughs> and that's perfect because Jerry starts it. He started the podcast. We Aaron, Aaron goes last. Middle. She's like, no, I'm I'm just like, I'm you're the, the, I'm you're the, the cream glue. of the Oreo. Here you're, we go. you're the glue right there. <laughs> yeah. The cream of the Oreo. <laughs> yep. yeah. I the love Oreos. Yeah, I right. can make an Oreo metaphor for anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. But that means that you have to say then, Jerry, this has been another episode of. So you have to do all of that. All right. So this has been another episode of Band in Minnesota. Oh, that was fantastic. Brilliant. What a great idea, Aaron. We've never yeah. done it that way. We haven't. Perfect. Something fresh. Awesome. Lovely. Hey, yeah. this was great. Well, thanks yeah. for your time today. We we really appreciate it. Sure. Absolutely. Likewise. I yeah. will um, get this edited. We'll probably drop this on Sunday or Monday, I think. Great. Cool. Perfect. I'll look for it. Great. All right. Sweet. Thanks. In the meantime, have have good shows. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. Good All luck right. with the Jazz Festival and the Thanks. musical and everything else is happening. Cool. Thank you.